U.S. soldiers have destroyed most of the heavy military equipment it was forced to leave behind at the Kabul airport in Afghanistan. This follows the final exit of U.S. soldiers from the country following the forced takeover by the Taliban. The group has meanwhile vowed to fix the demilitarized weaponry and appealed to foreign and domestic investors to work with it in rebuilding the country's economy. It still remains unclear what form of rule the Taliban will use as tensions rise over the rights of women and children, amongst other issues. For more on the final withdrawal of the U.S. forces from Afghanistan, we are now joined on the line by military expert and professor of strategic studies at Stellenbosch University, Abel Abel Estereza. A very good morning to you, Professor, and welcome. Good morning. Your reaction uh, to what has happened in the United in, in Afghanistan and the reaction from the President Joe Biden's address last night? Well, uh, I, I think what we've seen at the moment and what is unfolding at the moment, and which we've also seen this in his address, is the the controversies and the debates that 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 is sort of hanging in the air that we need to look at. And and let me highlight a couple of those. Mm. The first is what the American withdrawal will will mean for the power balance in the region, and we need to talk about that. The second key issue, of course, as you have noted, is the, the weaponry that was left behind. The third issue, I think, is how the U.S. foreign policy will be influenced by what unfolded in Afghanistan. Of course, there's the question as to how the, the U.S. military will react to the, to the withdrawal, the lessons that they will take away from, from their experience. Um, there's, of course, the question of the Taliban and government. Uh, the dog has now catched the car, so to speak. Um, they now need to drive it. Fighting and liberation is one thing. Governance is another and then, of course, um, the reaction and, and the impact thereof in, in the Muslim and Islamic world. And I think, you know, these controversies one one has to unpack one by one. Mm-hmm. Let's start off with the weaponry. Why would it be an issue for the Taliban to take over the weaponry that was meant for the Afghan's defense force in any case? Well, I, I, I don't think there's much of a controversy. People are making a lot about the weapons, but I, I don't think the weapons... Um, it's much of an issue. You know, American technology, weapons technology is traditionally high in maintenance, especially the aircraft. And I doubt whether, you know, the Afghanis really have the know-how, the skills, the experience to keep them in the air for, for very long. Uh, the people that were supposed to keep them in the air, um, I, I think they have dealt with them because they have worked with the Americans, to, to, to be honest with you. Um, so what I think we, we're going to see uh, in terms of the weaponry is perhaps China, Russia, North Korea, Iran stepping in, um, looking at that weaponry, paying the Afghanistan um, government some, some money to look at that weaponry and perhaps to dismantle that weaponry to get an idea of what technology is in, in that uh, weaponry. The, the normal kind of, I almost want to say, um, military technology exchange between countries that you you often see. But I have questions, especially in terms of the the air power, in terms of their value for Afghanistan as such. And 
the rest, well, they're going to run out of ammunition at some time. Well, Joe Biden, the U.S. president, was uh, uh, very steadfast in his approach that they would leave Afghanistan. But has the international community and effectively, uh, effectively the U.S. abandoned the people of, of Afghanistan? And what implications does this war have on future U.S.-led military interventions? Well, it's an interesting question. Um, I think the, the one lesson one, one needs to take away from the U.S. engagement in Afghanistan is the fact that seldom is the notion of, uh, I, I want to call it armed nation-building, uh, Salem is the idea of armed nation building successful, and you need to be cautious, I think, how you use your military uh, to build a nation. And, and it's perhaps a lesson that we need to learn going into Mozambique ourselves. Um, so so that's, the, that's a critical lesson that I think um, we, we need to take from, from the U.S. engagement in Afghanistan. Um, so that was not that was not successful. Um, the question then is how should the U.S. Uh, have, have uh, you know uh, supported Afghanistan and how could they have bowled Afghanistan? And I think that's an open-ended question that we can have a long debate on. Have they abandoned the people of Afghanistan? Well, we, we once again can have a long debate on that. Um, Eventually, it was the people of Afghanistan themselves who, in a way, with their support to the Taliban, um, uh, almost uh, elected to to um, to get rid of the Americans. So I think it was a, a case of them voting with their feet and walking away from the Americans and 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 accepting a Taliban rule. I thank you so much for your time. That was the military expert from Stellenbosch University, Professor Abel Estreza. First.